Hello everyone, I'm Giuseppe Nero from DualShockers.com, and I'm your host for this ninth episode of our webcast. As you may know, this is a weekly podcast in which I talk about all things Japanese gaming, anime, manga, and Japanese geek culture in general. Unfortunately, after Emily had to call it quits last for now due to family matters, I'm hosting news alone. And I apologize if this isn't as fun as it used to be. I'll try to do my best. We're just a week from the beginning of E3, so today we'll be talking about what we can expect to see and what we can just dream about. But before we do that, let's digress a bit about what I've been doing last week. In terms of games, I haven't been playing much Japanese games as usual in the past few days, in few weeks, because I've been doing reviews, and you know that you can't always review what you want to review. So I've been playing a lot of Age of Conan for the review because I wanted to see the end game out. I'm close. Uh, sorry, not Age of Conan. That's the old MMORPG. I always confuse it. I meant Conan Exiles by Funcon still. Uh, but yeah, that was mostly the big games I played. I also played a bit of Warhammer, uh, Total War Warhammer 2 because they got the new um, the new expansion out but again, nothing Japanese on that front. I've been playing some visual novels again um, I've been playing a lot of Schwarzes Marken, uh, actually the second uh, part of Schwarzes Marken which is, as you may know the uh, prequel of uh, Mavlov Basically, it's set in it's set in East Germany, and it's really, really good. Uh, there is an ongoing discussion about whether Svartis Marken is better or not than the original Mavlov, but I think it's uh, kind of a, like a very different uh, thing. It's a lot darker too, and I like it. I love it. Uh, but I'm not making comparison. Uh, it's in in Japan. It's been released in two different parts. Uh, lately, they actually released a um, bundle with both, uh, but uh, I got them separate because I wanted the collector's editions. <laughs> so yeah. Um, but in the end, uh, I really, really like it. And the second episode, it's absolutely fantastic. It's like really a roller coaster. Um, and after that, I've also been playing uh, some more Gumball Fantasy because we are gearing up to the Persona 5 crossover event. And uh, more Love Lava, but Alternative Strike Chronicles, which is a mobile game. Uh, getting more waifus there. <laughs> and, uh, more Final Fantasy XIV, uh, which is, uh, which has just released a, the new patch with 3.4, I believe. Sorry, uh, yeah, 3.4. Uh, and, uh, it's absolute, well, sorry, 4.3, not 3.4. Ah, I'm a, I'm a little bit out of it. Uh, I'm, I'm sick. So please forgive me if I say something weird, if my voice sounds wrong. Um, this is like pre-tree crap, <laughs> like stress is accumulating. So I'm sick. It's getting hot. So the the change in temperature really killed my voice, kinda, and I have a bit of a cold as well. So please forgive me if my brain goes on a tangent somewhere. So you're playing Final Fantasy XIV, a new story is fantastic uh, as usual. Like the story of that game is honestly one of the best Final Fantasy stories I've been I've seen in a long, long time. Uh, beyond that, uh, that's pretty much it for games. Uh, I've been working a bit on some features that will come out this week. I still have a, um, um, a Ghost of Tsushima feature, which is 
kind of Japanese. It's made by a Jap- by a Western team, you know, Sucker Punch, but uh, it's still set in Japan. So I've been still working on my feature about Tsushima itself. So we'll see about it. Hopefully, it will be out before E3. Kind of would make enough sense to, to get it out after it is in its speculation piece. So if they they will give all kind of information on E3, so would kind of probably spoil it a bit. <laughs> I will see. In terms of anime, I've been watching quite a lot of the usual, you know, seasonal anime since the the season is well underway. I haven't seen anything special by itself outside of the season, so I've been enjoying a ton. The Legend of the Galactic Heroes, that Dinoyetize, which I hope I'm pronouncing decently, but I doubt I am, um, which is still fantastic. It's really great. And I've been going on with... <coughs> sorry, again, I'm a little sick. Uh, with um, Full Metal Panic Invisible Victory, which is, is great. Uh, now they're gotten into, into the heart of things a bit, uh, but they're still, I think they're still climbing to a bit more of a climax. Uh, the usual romantic ones, so Watakoi, which is really, really, really fantastic. I love it. I think it's one of my favorite romantic anime of all time. Uh, but yeah, well, I guess there is, there is a, um, a component of the fact that we can all pretty much um, you know, pretty much immerse ourselves in it because it's about otakus. So yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh, other than that, um, Tadakun also is great. Still, 3D Kanojo is still going pretty good. Um, but yeah, other than that, I I really haven't watched. Oh yeah, of course, Megalobox. It's it's doing absolutely fantastic. I've been trying to get back into Persona Five, but yeah, I can't. As much as I love the game, and probably because I love the game so much, the anime series just just doesn't do it for me. This is it for anime as well. I haven't really read any specific manga this week, so that's pretty much it. I've actually <laughs> delved into reading uh, a big source book about Mavlov in Japanese that they have, and that's great. Yeah, I know. I love Mavlov. You guys know that, so yeah. Uh, it's called Mavlov Integral Works, which I got the last time I went to Japan. It's like, I don't know, 400 pages in really, really thick Japanese. So, but it's interesting. It's, it's great about the mecha, mostly about the mechas in, uh, in the games. So yeah, I've been enjoying that as well. Uh, slowly, because of course I read Japanese really, really slowly. (laughs) But yeah. Besides that, we can delve into this week's, um, this, this week's, uh, main topic, which is E3. So what we can expect and what we can dream about the show that's gonna happen in Los Angeles next week. Uh, well, we're gonna, the celebration pretty much gonna start on Sunday. Uh, but yeah, um, of course we have a team there. I won't be there because you know, you guys know that I'm in Europe. So I normally, Events wise, I, I do Gamescom and I do Tokyo Game Show and I let our American team to uh, deal with E3. But of course, I will be at home, like writing all the news and all the stories from the uh, show. And I will let, and I will, of course, since our, our team that goes to uh, E3, there are many like Japanophiles in them. I will definitely give them questions for any interview we have. Uh, for, with Japanese teams. And we have quite a few. So you definitely can look forward to that. Uh, there are going to be interesting things at this E3. So, um, let's start with the big three. Um, so Sony 
is going to have that stranding from for Japanese games. Definitely, that's the big one. Uh, Kojima's new game, and it's going to have a new trailer. Maybe we're going to see the first game, gameplay. I don't know that yet. Uh, but that Kojima's been saying that they've been progressing really, really fast with the game. So I personally actually expect like a 2019 release at this point. Maybe late 2019. So who knows? Maybe we'll see gameplay at last because it's been quite a while and it's been teasing a lot with cinematics. Even if you say it's been saying that those cinematics are actually in, in game, in, in engine. So, but we, I actually want to see what the actual gameplay is for that game. So maybe we'll get some. Uh, I really don't know and I, we don't really have elements to know that. So we, we're in the dark and Kojima has always been mysterious. I know, we know that he's been preparing a trailer, but that's pretty much all we know. Maybe we are, we're also see, gonna see a new actor because at every major, major event he has been, re, he has revealed an actor. So maybe it's time for a heroine. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. What about Microsoft? Microsoft doesn't have Japanese studios. So, um, oh, by the way, for Sony, uh, we'll see if they will also see something from Japan studio since they have been, of course, working on things. So it's possible that we'll see something new. Um, Microsoft, they don't have Japanese games, but the Japanese studios, but, um, Phil Spencer has promised that they're going to have JRPGs on stage. So we'll see if they have something. Um, well, they probably have it because I doubt it's not going to keep the promise. Um, I actually expect to see Code Vein, uh, on uh, the, on, on stage. The Microsoft since it wasn't, it wasn't on stage last year as well. And, uh, this year we're probably going to have already a release date if we're going to, not going to have it, uh, this week that's, uh, that's we are in now. Uh, for the West, we may have one uh, at E3, so that could appear on Microsoft stage. Um, but we'll have to see what they what they bring because, of course, uh, it's gonna be third party, so it could really, literally, be anything and everything. Um, then uh, we'll see. Uh, for Nintendo, of course, they're gonna have a lot of Nintendo games, so, so they definitely, we know they're gonna have Smash Bros. Uh, maybe they're gonna show more Pokemon. Uh, maybe they're finally gonna show something on Metroid Prime 4. <laughs> Still, they shown a logo. So hopefully, we'll get a little more than a logo. I'm hoping that. <laughs> then, uh, maybe we're gonna see the first look at Fire, the new Fire Emblem for Switch. Uh, I really have no idea on that, on that front. Uh, but, uh, hopefully we will see something. Um, I also expect to see, uh, maybe at Nintendo's conference, at Nintendo's live stream, uh, something from Atlus, probably Shin Megami Tensei V or 5. I'm not sure if, if you say V or 5. Uh, probably 5. <laughs> uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5, which we have seen very little so far. Uh, but I'm really interested in seeing more of that because it seems to be a very, um, close rendition of talk, modern Tokyo. And you know how much I love Tokyo. So, uh, they actually have, uh, Shinagawa station in the trailer, which is one of my favorite stations in, uh, in Tokyo. It's, it's awesome. And, uh, I wonder if it's going to play a relevant role like Shibuya station does in uh, Persona 5. So that's going to be interesting, definitely. Uh, also, 
I'm hoping we'll see uh, Shadow Die Twice, or what was codenamed kind of Shadow Die Twice. Actually, I don't think I don't even think that was the name of the game by From Software, of course. I don't even think that was the name of the game. It was just the the, the motto at the end of the trailer. Uh, I do think personally that it's a Tenchu game. Uh, whether it's a Tenchu game like Tenchu, the new Tenchu, or a spiritual successor to successor to date series, and I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that the what the imagery on the teaser we have seen at the Games Awards was about. So we'll have to see about that. But I'm pretty confident that it's a Tenchu or Tenchu like ninja game. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's for on the From Software. Uh, front uh, I doubt they are ready to announce anything else definitely the prob- they're not going to have any other souls like stuff um, maybe they, they they always they've been like teasing a new armor core uh, but I think that's more of a Tokyo Game Show announcement than a E3 announcement of course uh, everything can happen because E3 is becoming more and more active on the Japanese front. More and more Japanese uh, developers announced their stuff at E3, stuff that before it was, it was announced more towards Tokyo Game Show. So everything really can happen. Uh, on the Capcom front, uh, there are big expectations for a new Devil May Cry, and I do expect it soon that finally we'll see something about it. It's been rumored forever, uh, and I actually think that they may have delayed their announcement for some reason, that maybe they were expecting to announce it f- for last year, and it's like slipped to this year, but I do think it's gonna finally happen. Of course, I have no insider information, so keep in mind that this is just my feeling from an observer of the industry not someone that uh, has inside connection even if i if i had inside connections uh i wouldn't be able to tell you so in the end uh whatever i actually know i won't tell you because i of course don't want to betray the trust of people so anything that i tell you in this um in this podcast is something that i'm speculating about whatever i actually know if i know something because i'm not confirming i know anything i'm not gonna tell you (laughs) so uh it's not gonna appear at all in this podcast um so more for capcom what could you see there is a rumor of a fighting game from capcom uh, since there was in the, the listing in the E3 page. And uh, I don't know for sure what it could be, but I've, there have been several developers in the past at Capcom that have uh, kind of mentioned that they would like to make a new Rival Schools game, uh, which is a Shuritsu Justice Gakuen for those that are uh, familiar with the Japanese uh, title, uh, which was a really, really, really good um, fighting game, uh, fighting series, because it had two uh, on the PlayStation and on the Dreamcast. Um, and they, it had this uh, idea that basically you built up your fighter to a kind of dating simulator visual novel-ish set in a school, and that was a lot of fun. Unfortunately, in the Western releases of the games, that was removed, because probably because there was it was still the time in which 
companies did not want to spend much in localization. Uh, so they just ripped out like everything from the story in order to just keep the localization to a minimum. That's what happened to Age Combat, Ace Combat 3 as well. Um, so that's a, uh, that's something that I've been always sad about. I played the Japanese version, of course. At that time, my Japanese wasn't very good, uh, so I didn't enjoy it as much as I could. So if, if they do make a new rival schools, which I'm not sure about, but I would hope to, this falls into my dreams, uh, I would hope that this time we actually get the full version with the full, uh, building of your character. Uh, there, there have been some stray, voices about Onimusha. Uh, they've always been uh, this dream of Okapa bringing back the Onimusha franchise. I would love it, but uh, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to like, uh, to, to be, to, to hold my breath on it, definitely. It would be good. It would be good. Also, it would be good if they brought back Dragon Dogma. It's about time, uh, to see a new Dragon Dogma game. People, they, they've been mentioning in their financials that Dragon Dogma is one of the most prized franchises. So it's time to expand it a little bit, Capcom, don't you think? Uh, then, uh, there has been this thing that, um, they renewed the trademark for deep down. But uh, I'm not going to hold my breath. I'm, I'm always going to have a little bit of hope to see that again because I really loved it. Uh, I played it at Tokyo Game Show 2013, and it was fun. What I played was interesting. It was a little clunky for, for some, something, but it was a very early demo. Uh, but it was interesting, and I, I really would like to see it back. But there have been voices that is being shut down. There have been voices that is not. So, yeah, we'll see. Um it's been three years since the last time I, we officially heard about it. And I'm pretty sure that at the very least, they, they, I'm pretty sure, uh, speculating, of course, again, uh, I think they scrapped the engine at least because that we, yeah, we, we haven't seen much from the engine at all. And it's been three years and the engine was supposed to be their main PS4 and Xbox One engine, but they went with the Resident Evil engine instead. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if they change it to a Resident Evil engine. Uh, I'm actually pretty, pretty, pretty anxious to see what next they will do with it. And I, I think there have been rumors about Resident Evil 2 remake reveal as well from Capcom. So we'll have to see about that. Uh, then, um, from, um, from Nanko ba uh, Bandai Namco, uh, I'm actually not sure what we'll see from Bandai Namco. I think, of course, we'll see more Soul, Cal Soul Calibur 6. Uh, because we haven't seen the full cast yet and we'll probably have a reveal for one or two new characters. Maybe we're going to see some more One Piece World Seeker. Uh, since they did release a trailer from for Japan, uh, and maybe we're gonna see more, um, more characters and more of the environment because it looks like an interesting game. Uh, there is a bit of a disconnect still <laughs> from the between characters and environment. I feel, but we'll see if if uh, it evolves in a way that's interesting or not. What I definitely hope to see is more Ace Combat 7 because Cap uh, Bandai Namco has been really silent about it. And I'm, 
I want to play it. Like, you know, I'm a massive, massive Ace Combat fan. And Ace Combat 7 looks, looks fantastic so far. It looks like a return to form uh, to the story that we had in Ace Combat 5 and Ace Combat 4. So I'm really looking forward to that as well. Um, I will see about that. I'm also uh, interested in seeing it finally if we'll see something uh, from the new engine effort they've been doing because I don't know if you remember but uh, Bandai Namco hired Julien Merceron which is uh, the person that basically built up the Fox engine for Konami and he was going to work on new technology for Bandai Namco and since Bandai Namco has been uh, a bit behind in some of its technological efforts unless for the game that did not use Unreal Engine 4 uh, especially for the anime games, they're, they're really a bit slow. So I wonder if they're making a, an effort for maybe a new cel-shaded engine or something that's a little bit more technologically advanced uh, for its main games. We'll see about that. Uh, then, of course, there is a big thing, which is Square Enix has its own presentation. Uh, so uh, they're probably going to have a lot of games in store uh, in that presentation. Um, definitely we're going to see more Kingdom Hearts since it's going to be f- playable at the, at the show. I expect to hear a release date at last. Uh, it was teased that the release date may or may not come uh, before E3. Uh, I'm not sure if it was teased or not. I, I think actually uh, um, Nomura-san said that uh, during an event. Uh, but we'll see if we hear the release date before E3 or at E3, but I don't think there isn't many other chances for F- an official release date announcement uh, than E3 or just before. Uh, could be at E3 in, uh, in California, but I'm not sure. I don't think they're going to wait that long. Uh, it's about time. It's going to be a 2018 title unless they delay it again, but I don't think they will. Personally, I'm pretty confident that they will release the game in 2018. So it's about time even to get pre-orders going and all that. It's about time that we, we hear a release date. Uh, I expect to see more the Final Fantasy VII remake because uh, it's about time that we see more about that. They've been talking a lot about hiring people, recruiting people. Uh, now they say that they are in full production. Uh, I, we don't know how long they have been in full production, but I'm, I'm pretty confident it's gonna, at least the first, the first chapter, I'm pretty confident it's gonna be a 2019 30 title. Uh, so I definitely expect it to, to come, uh, at least to get a good glimpse on it during this event and since they moved the development away from cyber connect 2 uh, i wonder how much and if it changed visually we've seen a very small um look at the game lately um it was like a just a small off-screen picture in on a recruitment site and it did not seem too different from what we saw but we don't we actually don't know how far back that picture was taken so it's really impossible to gauge uh like a certain thing say in final fantasy 11 actually one thing that's funny that's interesting for final fantasy i wonder if square sorry for final fantasy for square enix I wonder if Square Enix is ready to at least hint about its next uh, MMORPG effort. Because uh, um, Dragon Quest X and the Divinity Divinity came to the West and uh, um, 
Final Fantasy XIV are several years old now. I don't know if they're ready to talk about what's coming next. I'm pretty sure that both of those will continue for a long time, especially Final Fantasy XIV. But, uh, I mean, my MRPGs have been a big moneymaker for Square Enix lately. Uh, after the hiccup with, with the original Final Fantasy XIV 1.0. So I wouldn't be surprised if they actually made an effort to create a new one. Maybe a, a science fiction one. Um, maybe, I don't know, based on the Front Mission franchise or, uh, the Star, Star Ocean franchi- franchise. Star Ocean franchise was very good for MMORPG. Uh, or, I don't know, maybe even a Kingdom Hearts MMORPG. We wouldn't buy that. <laughs> I mean, they're not really just fantasizing, but, uh, I think, I think Square Enix is kind of ready to expand his MMORPG operation because they're making them a lot of money. So when, when you're winning, you know, you keep doing it. We'll see, we'll see about that. I, I, I'm not sure. Well, definitely one thing that I definitely expect to see is Left Alive, uh, from the Front Mission, uh, developer, uh, sorry, uh, uh, and, uh, from, uh, uh, with the, um, with the character design of, uh, Koji, uh, Koji Shinkawa, which is, you know, for, uh, for the Metal Gear franchise. So that's definitely something that I expect to see. Um, um, which is uh, exciting because I really loved what I saw so far, but I want to see more. I want to see more actual gameplay, and I want to release date because they actually say it wasn't a 2018 game. So if there is not going to be a release date now, I don't know, maybe they're going to wait until TGS since they announced the TGS. I am not sure. Uh, I think we're, we are... <laughs> times are mature unless they are they are delaying it to 2019 um we'll have to see um, it's really nothing that uh, i can predict uh, at this stage um again, maybe they're going we're going to see something more from Tokyo RPG Factory um since their previous games have been mildly successful i guess so i, I think they're going to continue on that sort uh and we'll see if they're gonna have some more remakes as well, because you know they had Secret of Mana, um, so they may have something else uh, in store. They have their own event, so they probably have a lot in store. Of course, they're gonna have some from their Western studios as well. They're gonna show uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. They're gonna show maybe a glimpse into the Avenger game. Uh, I will see. Uh, of course, this is a Japanese style web, webcast, so, uh, I'm not going to, uh, go too much into the Western stuff. Then, uh, who else? Uh, there is Koei Tecmo. Koei Tecmo is, uh, probably gonna show Warriors Orochi, Orochi 4, because that, that's their big game. The, they're gonna, that it's gonna come. I don't know if they are, but that's probably, I mean, they even, they already announced that they, uh, are, uh, pushing a Jap- a Western release this year, so I don't think they're going to wait more to show more of it. Uh, we do know, uh, also, we do know that gameplay is going to come this week uh, in Japan. So if they're going to show uh, the Japanese the booth of gameplay this week, probably going to show the, the Western the booth of gameplay uh, in uh, E3 as well, unless they do it as before, but uh, I do think they're going to have something there. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna show anything else. If they're gonna have like, uh, uh, you know, they could do. <laughs> they have a lot of franchises that that uh, that they have been talking that they have been not been talking about. Like uh, I don't know Ninja Gaiden, for instance. Uh, but 
you know ninja gaiden has always been a dream to see them to see it come back and uh, i don't know if you remember uh when they announced warriors all stars at um and talk game show uh two years ago i was such a troll <laughs> i started with with ninja gaiden and I was or literally already writing. I was I was sitting on the, at the Sonin's conference in Tokyo, and with my laptop on my lap, and I was literally writing. <laughs> Koei Tecmo announces a new Ninja Gaiden, and then I saw it was not Ninja Gaiden. I was like, "Oh crap! <laughs> what the hell is this?" But yeah, uh, we'll see. Uh, I I always hope, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what Steam Ninja has been working on. I would love to see a sequel for Niho as well. Uh, but I also think that's possibly, if they have going to do it, uh, I think that's also more of a Tokyo Game Show uh, announcement than, than an E3 announcement. I will see. I can always be uh, surprised on that. Uh, Atlas is probably going to show at last a little bit more of a 13 Sentinels by Vanillaware. I definitely would like to see that. Uh, and I wonder if they're going to announce uh, the Persona 5 and 3 dancing games for the West. That would be nice. Uh, because we haven't heard anything about it. Not a single pip. That's kind of sad. Uh, I won't, I definitely would hope that we're going to get a release date for Valkyria Chronicles 4 in the West. Since for now we only have a full release and we knew nothing about when in the fall that's going to come. I really hope that I'm not going to release it in a period that's like too crowded because I want the series to be successful and I want it to be killed by the million of cold duties and battlefields and whatnot that are going to come this fall. Uh, we'll see about that. What was it missing? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I wonder if we're going to see a little bit more of uh, uh, Sci Games uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Project Relink. Uh, I see that as a bit more of a Japanese um, thing to announce, like a little bit more Tokyo Game Show-ish. But I know they're going to be with Grand Blue Fantasy as a franchise at Anime Expo, uh, which is like real uh, right after E3. So maybe they're, gonna, they're ready to show something more. Uh, people have been super enthusiastic about the gameplay they've been showing, they've, they've shown uh, around Christmas. And honestly... I understand that because I'm a big Grand Blue Fantasy fan and the gameplay was fantastic. And it, it's platinum game game. So <laughs> what, I mean, what else would we need? <laughs> platinum games plus a great franchise like that. What else really doesn't need anything else? Uh, also, by the way, speaking of platinum games, maybe we're going to finally see a little bit more Bayonetta 3. Uh, that falls a bit into the Nintendo part, I guess, which I forgot before. Uh, but I would like to see that. And also, Platinum Games have been talking about the super top secret project. So maybe we're gonna hear more about that. I don't know if they already talked about it, but they've been teasing a lot about a Switch port to the Wonderful 1-1. So maybe we are going to hear that in the, uh, in, in the Nintendo presentation. So yeah, we're gonna see. Um, other than that, mostly it's like smaller developers are probably going to have a bunch of smaller things. Uh, but this is pretty much the gist of the big things that I expect for Japanese games. Then we're going to ramp up to, to Tokyo Game Show and I'm going to be there and I'm going to be ready to show you all the things when that happens. Uh, of course, there are going to be more games come as well in August. So uh, there's going to be fun stuff. 
it's gonna be a fun a fun summer definitely i i expect a lot of interesting things i expect ramp up to uh kingdom arts 3 in this fall um and we'll see if there is gonna be more and more interesting things that are announced or re-revealed at E3. Um, there isn't much else I can talk about at the moment. That's just, remember, this is all my speculation, all my dreams. So there is nothing really in, uh, insider-ish in here. Don't expect anything to come true for sure. Uh, I don't have any confirmation for you of any of this. Uh, unless I actually told you that it was already announced or teased that it's going to come. So keep that in mind. If uh, if nothing of this comes true, don't hate me too much. Don't spam too many dislikes on the video on YouTube uh, because we're, we're, we're just born, so don't kill us off <laughs> as a podcast. So let's move on to the news for last week because there was quite a few so i'm not going to talk about everything i was going to we're going to go for like two hours but being a pre-e3 weeks there is obviously a lot of things uh so grand blue fantasy is going to have the persona 5 crossover event in june 18th um so that's that's uh, definitely interesting. It's gonna probably have a, an SSR character as a, a Joker, but they're gonna have more characters from the series appearing. I don't know if they're gonna be actually playable characters or not, but it's gonna be interesting. Again, uh, we talked about Deep Down. It's gonna have as its trademark extended that happened yesterday, um, but we'll see if that means anything. Uh, the the extension, the request for an extension of a trademark is as worn statement uh, that you actually intend to use the trademark in the United States. So theoretically, is legally binding. That said, we don't really know what's happening with that game. So uh, Star Ocean Anamnesis is finally getting a Western release in July, I believe. Uh, so that's a, a gacha uh, Star, Star Ocean themed uh, mobile game with really good graphics for mobile and some interesting uh, real-time uh, um, JRP, action JRPG mechanics. It's actually one of the best mobile games I've seen in a while, mechanics-wise. Um, I was actually wondering if it would ever come west, and it is. So you can, of course, get all the cards from the old Star Ocean games and some crossovers, uh, and we, via gacha, and then you make them fight in missions. Like your usual gacha, gacha games. The, the factor that that is apart is the graphics are really really good and the action gameplay. Uh, Fighting X Layer by Arika, which if you don't know about them, are the team behind the Street Fighter EX series. Uh, it's got a release date and it's gonna come on June twenty eight exclusively for PS four. It's gonna have twelve characters plus one if you get the. Big, bigger edition. It costs like forty nine ninety nine, believe. I was there is a thirty nine or fifty nine ninety nine. There is the thirty nine ninety nine edition. There's less stuff, but it's the base game basically. Uh, that's a promising game uh, from a promising from a team that's very small. So I encourage you to support them if you can and if you like fighting games, because literally they I, from what they say they kind of bet everything on this release and i would really would really be sad if it didn't go well at least well enough <laughs> to keep them going um then uh the, a freezing mobile game is launch, launching in japan um uh, this summer 
Freezing is a manga series by Korean actors, but it's actually a manga, uh, not a manhwa, um, and uh, because it's made for Japan. Um, and it's a very good story, full of fun service, of course. And so it's it's an gacha game. It's been out for in Korea for a couple of years, I believe. But it, uh, a Japanese list is possibly making it, making it a little bit more accessible to the Western audience, even if it's, of course, going to still be in Japanese. Then God Eater 3 revealed the new heroine named Claire Victorious. And she looks cute. Uh, usual typical waifu that you can expect from God Eater. And, uh, we'll have to see, um, how she looks. Maybe we're gonna see a new trailer, the tree as well. Maybe with, um, uh, with an animated look at her since we only seen screenshots so far. Uh, so we don't know exactly how she will act and everything. The, the description says she is kind of a honor student like attitude. So she's very serious. Uh, and we'll see. Uh, then, uh, a new Soul Caribou 6 card has been relieved, Maxi, uh, so we learn his nunchaku, um, and, and it's very flashy moves, very fluid, uh, probably button spamming as he is always been. <laughs> we'll see about that. Uh, again, as I mentioned before, uh, Code Vein is getting a release date on June 5th. Uh, for Japan. And we don't know if it's going to be a worldwide thing, we only know that it's going to and for sure for Japan on June 5th, which means that it's tomorrow when you're going to uh, see, uh, hear the, pod, the podcast. Uh, since this is being recorded as usual on Sunday, it's going to come out on Monday on June 4th. Uh, we'll see uh, if it's going to be a worldwide um, release date. Uh, Bandai Namco has been very good at uh, putting into release dates very close between Japan and, um, and the West lately. Uh, like it normally it's one day later in the West. So it's very good. Like uh, this is a very good standard they are setting. Um, then, uh, disaster, disaster rapid four, uh, by Granzella uh, finally came out again with some new assets. Uh, looks like it's progressing and uh, they still have a 2018 Japanese release. They don't have anything anymore. Um, like in any release date so far. Uh, but, but it's gonna be, uh, interesting to see when they release. Uh, we'll see what happens about that. Uh, but we saw some, we saw some screenshots and it's pretty good. So it's gonna be interesting to see if we see more. Uh, that, besides that, uh, I think we want your release date definitely at E3. Uh, we may hear something about release date at, uh, Tokyo Game Show, but not at E3. Um, the new Monster Hunter, uh, there is going to be a, uh, there is been a new Monster Hunter World update that added, uh, Lunastra, the Elder Dragon, uh, and uh, that was really interesting and it's a good fight. So I heard a very good thing. I haven't had time to play it just yet. Uh, but I will next week probably. I'm mean, good actually in two weeks after E3 when, when things come down, like my, my time is like shrinks when E3 is closed. Uh, but I'm, I'm definitely leaving it for, uh, for later, for when things cool down a little bit between uh, E3 and Gamescom. Um, 
other than that, uh, Mavlava and Mavlava Alternative, we published the uh, first PS Vita gameplay. I believe only PS Vita gameplay so far. <laughs> uh, but it's going to come out on uh, June 12th in North America, and I believe June 8th in Europe. Uh, so the PS Vita version. Um, if you don't have played uh, Move Mavlava and Mavlava Alternative, you should really play them if you if you like uh, if you like visual novels. Uh, if you don't have trouble crying in public, because portables, if you play, play especially move love alternative in, in public, you're gonna cry. So if you don't, if you think it's a problem to cry in public, maybe you should buy the PC version. <laughs> then, uh, last but not least, uh, Square Enix release Valkyrie Pro- Profile Lenneth, uh, on iOS and Android in the West. Uh, it has some microtransactions, but they are completely optional. It's just the boosters to make you progress faster. But other than that, it's a buy-to-play game. I believe it's a little pricey. I believe it's like fifteen bucks and seventeen, the equivalent of seven, seventeen and nineteen bucks in Europe, something like that. Uh, but it's a full game. You get everything that the, the original. Uh, in support of the PSP version, so that's a pretty good one. It's not really a remake or remaster or anything. I would like to to see an actual remake or remaster of Valkyrie Profile or Profile or a new game, uh, but I don't. I'm not holding my breath for E3. If it happens, I would love it, but if it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, maybe we'll hear about Final Fantasy 16. Who knows? Eh, I doubt it. <laughs> Don't hold your breath about that. That's probably a long way off. Other than that, that's it for this week. So as usual, uh, sorry for my voice being a little coarse this week because my um, I'm sick. But other than that, uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for your support. Uh, if you liked and enjoyed this podcast, please leave a like uh, and subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, or to the podcast uh, uh, platform you prefer. We are on a few. Um, and uh, if you didn't like it, leave a dislike. Um, but please, if you have comments, if you have advice, if you have requests for uh in the next episodes, please leave them in the comments because I've been going, doing this for like nine episodes, but we just, just started. So we definitely would like to improve and would like to hear your feedback. Just a PSA, a little announcement, service announcement. Uh, we're not going to have an episode next week because it's going to be a tree. So it's going to be a massive chaos. And we're going to have a E3 recap in which I will talk about all the news at E3 the week after E3. So it's going to be interesting to talk about everything that's been released and released and revealed and see how much I was right and how wrong I was for other things. If there have been some massive surprises or uh, some disappointing because some things have not been revealed or shown at all. So thank you very much for listening and I will see you in two weeks for the podcast. Bye bye. <laughs>